Welcome to A Bun Dance. You guessed it, a podcast dedicated to all things surrounding dance. I am Kristen. And I am Hannah, and we are two best friends who are brought together by this art form. Please join us in five, six, seven, eight. Here's a word from our sponsor. Welcome to our episode with the lovely Anthony Zucchero. I think I pronounced that correctly. Good and job. Lydia Suedan. I couldn't be more excited to have you both on today. You're both such incredible artists and people, and this is going to be a fun time. So thanks, guys. Yeah. Happy to be yeah. here. Thanks for having us. <laughs> of course. All right. So to start us off, can you both introduce yourselves by telling our audience how dance and music has influenced your lives? Lydia, how did you get involved with dance? Did you always know that you wanted to pursue dance professionally? And Anthony, how did you get involved with music? Was it your dream to create your own band? Um, you want to go first or me? You got asked first. I got asked first. You're right. Um, okay. <laughs> um, hi, my name's Lydia. I... Uh, don't really remember exactly why I got started with dance other than when I was young I just couldn't stop trying to force people to watch me put on shows and I loved it so much that uh, my parents eventually were like okay you need to do performing of some sort so they put me in some acting classes and dance and singing and all that kind of stuff and uh, dance is what stuck um, I did it until I was about seven and then decided I knew everything and quit for four years uh, and then started doing cheerleading <laughs> and decided I wanted to dance again, fell back into it and uh, ended up pursuing it professionally. So it's just performing has kind of always been a part of my life and it's just who I am, I guess. I did not know about the cheerleading aspect of your life. How fun. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a brief, uh, but it's there. <laughs> the bows, the eyeliner and all. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. But I'm glad you went back to dance. You're um, a beautiful mover and, and I'm glad that you are, you know, pursuing it professionally. Yes, so, me too. Yeah. All so right, just... Anthony, your turn. Yeah. Um, I mean... <laughs> Mostly same. Music, I think, was just the first time I ever kind of felt part of something bigger or not even bigger, just outside of myself. Growing up with kind of a weird family and like I was doing sports because my family wanted me to do sport. I did that for a long time. But even like on those team sports, I still kind of felt weird and different. But music kind of allowed me to. I don't know. It's just funny how people who like the same music are kind of the same yeah. generally. But that kind of helped me find friends. And then, I don't know, it was the first time I could, I could make sense of myself by making music. And I, I was just, like, freakishly good with guitar when I picked it up for no reason. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I don't know. I spent a lot of time alone just learning instruments and just kind of going along that way. I had was doing it professionally pretty quick. And then, uh, I don't know, I just stopped because life. And then went to college um, for economics and then did that and then got back into music and now I'm doing music full-time again so I don't know it's been part of my life and it's good <laughs> that's all I have to say about it. very nice and I know that you know Hannah obviously through 
living together in New York City and working together. So where did this kind of fall into the timeline and what made you both decide to move to New York City? Hmm. Well, I came here, I came for a summer intensive, uh, the Joffrey Ballet School Jazz and Contemporary Program. And during that intensive, the director, he was like, oh, are you planning on coming to our year round program just randomly during lunch one day? And I was like, honestly, I didn't know you had one. And um, I said, I would like to hear more about it. I heard more about it. And I moved here two weeks later. Um, oh, wow. I was 15 and I've been here ever since. Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I came here because some girl broke my heart. I came here. <laughs> yeah, isn't that funny? Yeah. But she was going to college here and I was going to college in Pennsylvania. So I had to get out of there. Yeah. And uh, she she was going to NYU, so I was like, I'll transfer. And I was doing music at college, and I was like, I was feeling so weird. And I, I ended up going to economics, like I said, yeah. to kind of please my father there. So I was in New York doing economics, <laughs> and that's how I ended up here. But yeah, it was so it was so fun. It was horrible. Yeah. You're lucky you had a program and stuff. At least you're like, yeah, I ended yeah. up in like a space with other artists. I can't imagine yeah, having no. come no. I, gone anywhere, honestly, from school to do anything other yeah. than but art. music allowed me to make friends yeah you know I didn't know anybody for a long time and then open mics and stuff it's like oh true yes yeah because you were just Even around five cringy and horrible and no I wouldn't say it's, it's also crazy. nice it's yeah. also nice how you meet other musicians yeah, I know. okay yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah well I mean speaking of that so Anthony you went to college for economics did your studies help you at all during your journey to become an artist full-time like did you feel like economics helped in any kind of capacity or you're just like, no, I'm, I'm done with that? Well, no, <laughs> generally no, <laughs> but it, it, not in the way that it's supposed to. I guess it familiarized me with, you know, like Excel and stuff like that. But I don't know, different, different kind of analytical tools that the average dumbass musician wouldn't <laughs> be able to do. But I don't know. Not that I'm much better. <laughs> Love that much. No, I feel like I've learned since like we've been together. You've introduced me to different ways of like planning things out that I don't know if I would have. Yeah, I'm very schedule oriented. College helps with that. Yeah, and I didn't go to college, and I was like not schedule oriented at all. But living with this guy, I've kind of fallen into that rhythm. So I wonder if that set you up for stuff like knowing how you how you best teach yourself information. That's really something you have to learn. Yeah. Yeah. Some people I try to teach other musicians like how to do uh, content marketing or scheduling. And there's just no, like, they don't know how to connect the two points, like, with the tools they have or what tools even are there to do. I don't know. Yeah. I have a small advantage over, you know, not worth the money, but I have a small advantage. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Good question, Hannah. Good question. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, no, I'm just curious. I mean, that makes a lot of sense that like you develop kind of a schedule and all that like stuff that you learn by getting a degree. Um, But economics itself didn't necessarily like prepare you for what you're doing now. Totally get that. Um, (laughs) And Lydia, did your time studying at Joffrey um, help further your success as an artist in any way? I mean, definitely. The training there is really rigorous. So my uh endurance is much higher than I think it ever would have been if I did like a not so full-time training program because I mean we were dancing like eight to ten hours a day 
six or seven yeah. days a week. And that just like, I mean, it, that's like more than you would be dancing even in a professional company a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so just like that kind of rigor set me up to be versatile. We were doing, we did a little bit of every different style. The Jazz and Contemporary program, they were really good about giving us just like a diverse background of teachers and genres. I mean, we learned a little bit about everything. Um, and it set me up to be versatile at this point in my life. I'm doing things, I'm choreographing, I'm working in arts admin. I learned a lot about the behind the scenes kind of things from Joffrey. We had like lighting classes and uh, we had acting, we had singing, we had just a little bit of everything. So I feel like it set me up to be a well-rounded performer. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> Sounds kind of similar to like some, we had some of those kinds of classes in college that I feel like brought together from like the training we had growing up, made it a little bit more well-rounded. And it sounds like they were able to do that for you guys as well there. Yeah, it was more than just dance. It was like all of the different aspects of performing rolled into one and even like educating too. Like our, we learned a lot from our teachers about how to teach. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, that was a unique thing about Joffrey, I feel like, because they the teachers were really open about like what kind of techniques they were using to teach us and like why they were saying what they were saying and where they got it from. And I don't know, it just helped me as an educator also. Mm-hmm. All right. And jumping back to you, Anthony, Hannah mentioned that you are not only a musician, but an audio engineer. You perform with your band Morphland. Can you speak a little bit about your favorite part of making music? Um, yeah, I mean, I have told people one of the only reasons I keep myself alive at this point is just I want to know what songs are going to come out of me. I think that's really, really exciting. Um, it's just, it's a way to get to know yourself that uh, not a lot of people have access to. Uh, that's what I like about it. That's my yeah. favorite part. Yeah. I like it. I said before, there's social benefits. I really don't think I'd get out of the house much if I didn't have music and uh, know a lot of the nice people that I know. But other than that, just like as an outlet and just a reason to keep going, it's like, I don't know what else there is. To really yeah. Know. <laughs> you know? yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. And also since, you know, knowing you and now, seeing a couple of Morphland's shows you can just tell how passionate you are about what you do um and I am a big fan now especially Bleachers 2 y'all should check out Bleachers 2 it's my favorite song I'm very excited about the song in particular but no in general like Morphland's <laughs> awesome and um yeah Kristen you gotta listen they're the best um but yeah you can just tell how like genuine your songs are and how much you're enjoying yourself when you're singing so it's It's very cool it's true it's true (laughs) (laughs) yeah there's something about you as a live performer that I feel like is I don't know that's like your truest self it's my truest self yes it is a hundred percent that you guys have that in common of they're your own passions but I feel like dance and music are also very synonymous in a lot of ways, especially from the performance aspect. Yeah. And like the perspective of you never know what's going to come out of you. And like, that is what ultimately. Well, that's the thing. A lot of people spend a lot of time, especially with music, like trying to find their sound 
when I've always just really enjoyed watching what's coming out, yeah. you know, and I, I think it's, yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. You were, you were saying that. Yeah. 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 That's an important distinction. That's like, yeah. I feel like I learned a lot about that when I like from a dance perspective when I started exploring more improvisation and like taking gaga classes and opening up myself to like that side of things rather than like technique and learning choreography like what is really what can what can come from within me if I'm not trying to put something on um yeah Yeah. that's what we're both getting at Yeah. yeah definitely and so Lydia you're a freelance dancer teacher director choreographer can you talk a little bit about how your work or how about the work that you've done since moving to New York City has um, like made you the person you are today? So you moved when you were 15, now you're 24. How has it shaped you? That's a loaded question because I feel like I've jumped from so many different things since I've been here, like going from school to working in like really small companies as a lot of us freelance dancers do working for free for a long time for uh exposure that doesn't pay the rent uh and like just trying to really get your foot into the door breaking into that I did a lot of that then I transitioned to like I I don't know I feel like I've just had to wear so many different hats as a dancer um and as an artist in general I mean we do so many different things we learn how to do stage direction we learn how to do the dancing we learn how to run the studio we learn how to teach um and I feel like all of those again I'll just talk about versatility I feel like it's just made me have have to be uh adaptable and able to set myself up to be successful in any environment and with whatever's laid out in front of me um yeah adaptability yeah that makes makes a lot of sense um and I'm guessing like each job or each piece of work that you've created whether it be for yourself or for other people um has really like influenced you and made you who you are I mean you have as you said you're wearing a lot of different hats but I feel like probably within each experience you've been able to kind of positively translate that to all aspects of your life. Yeah. I mean, you take something away from everything you do, I think, and from every person you meet and every artist you collaborate with, you kind of, you learn something about them. You learn something about yourself and you learn something about your work and all of that carries forward into the next thing you do. And you kind of just like add it to your tool bag of adaptability as an artist and, it's I don't know it's just something you can always pull back from Mm -hmm. definitely and speaking of collaboration can you guys talk a little bit about how you've collaborated with your work with dance and with music and maybe just ways that your partnership has inspired and challenged you both as artists Well, we kind of started dating while we were trying to make a music video together. And then, (laughs) and I taught him how to dance a little bit. That was a good time. Um, And then we didn't really like work so much. I feel like we just. Honestly, I keep everything so private from her. I hate when she watches me create. I don't, I just like to be the person that seems like incredible things just show up. You know, and like they didn't yeah. take any effort when really like 
I know he's sitting at yeah. his desk for eight hours a day working on something. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I wrote a like an EP for her for her birthday that was like music inspired by her and the music video. Yeah. Well, in the past, we also have like brought together different like forms of media together. I mean, we hosted events. We hosted events. Um, where our goal was kind of to bring together as many uh, kind of, I guess, low-level local art people as we can. We had, like, painters, uh, clothing vendors. We had some bands. Dancers. dancers. Yeah. Um, so we've just, we've hosted two of those yeah. sorts of yeah. events, um, which has been a lot of fun. We're, we're a good team on yeah. that front. Yeah. Yeah. Good and also things together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And I can also attest to that. Like, you know, a few weeks ago, Anthony came into Alden's studio. Lydia taught a class and Anthony was playing the drums and making music yeah. for, <laughs> for all of us. Um, and that was such a cool experience. And you can just tell that you have such a, a strong partnership. Um, and it was cool to, to have you in the studio, Anthony. Thank you. Yeah. He came awesome. he came back, was I day before yesterday? Yeah. Jeez. We had the music director for one of the camps. Uh she ended up getting sick and she had to call out. And so Anthony stepped up and played the scales for the six-year-olds and <laughs> taught them oh. a song from uh the sound of music. Mm-hmm. So. so I'm hearing, is this something you do often then? <laughs> no, <laughs> that was only the second time in classes. <laughs> They're learning experience. Yes. Those are the first two dance related okay. songs you've I mean the second one wasn't really dance related, right? But that was the first dance class you'd ever Broadway. Yes, Broadway. Broadway. That was the first the contemporary class I taught was the first time you had like accompanied a dance class though, right? Yeah. I've done yoga. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I've introduced him to the world of movement. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, very cool. Very, very cool. Um, And Lydia, can you talk a little bit about Bound? I know like we've discussed this briefly in conversations, but um, talk a little bit more about your collective for us. So it's honestly, it's kind of been on hold for a little while, uh, just transitioning, trying to figure out exactly where I want to go with it. But the goal was kind of just to bring together a group of people who all have different but aligning visions who are comfortable with improvisation and partnering um, to be able to have a group to set your work on. And um, the original idea was to meet weekly and start creating different pieces and showcasing them. Originally, I started it uh, with my friend Paris and um, Paris and I, we made a piece called cycles that we worked with for four months um and so then once we started working with that piece for so long we were talking more about like creating repertoire that we can pull from and like actually like dive into for long periods of time because I feel like a lot of dance that I've at least been involved in has felt very fleeting like I I learn a piece and I do it on stage sometimes only one time um, and I never really pick it up or touch it again and so the goal for me with Bound was to have things that we revisit and we dive into and change and evolve um, as we change and evolve as dancers. Um, 
So that's that's the goal there. Right now, I'm kind of trying to get things back on the road. Paris and I just got back in the studio the other day. So hopefully we have something new cooking and new performances coming. Um, so, but yeah, that's, that's bad. Yeah, that's such a cool um, concept of revisiting like old works and keep reworking them. Cause I don't know. I always find it so interesting looking back on like a video or something of a piece I created years ago and kind of thinking about like maybe different approaches that I would have taken, like looking at it from a different lens now, but I've never actually taken action on that. So that's yeah. really cool. Yeah. Well, I look at things like, like musicians, like they go revisit songs and remaster them and ch change things, make a different version, add new, like add new instruments, like just change, change everything about it while still like keeping the, the goal of it the same or like the again, heart of it. The same, again, Lydia, bleachers. <laughs> bleachers. Bleachers is a prime example of that. <laughs> exactly. Yes. <laughs> yes. So. Um, super cool. Uh, well, I think that ends our lovely conversation with the both of you today, but it was such a, such a good time. And for those of you who have not checked out Morphland, please check out Morphland. They're a really cool band. I appreciate it. And also check out what Lydia is doing too. Uh, they're on Instagram and any other platforms that do you have a website for bound or anything Morphland like has a website i don't have a website Morph Morphland. Morphland has a website okay so check out Morphland's website um and keep an eye on what these two are doing because they're going to create amazing things continue to create amazing things yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so thank you for being on today guys thank you so much for having yeah. us it was nice Bye. to meet you Kristen. nice to meet you guys too thank you, great you. <laughs> thanks for tuning into abundance we appreciate your support. We hope to have PK in your interest. Feel free to contact us at AbundancePodcast5678 at gmail.com and give us feedback on what you'd like to hear. That is Abundance without parentheses. Go dance yourself silly. Bye for now. A special thank you to Richard D. Fiore for our lovely podcast tune and Matt Mellish for our cover art.